0: But this first story is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. The title is Diabolical Stew of Human Remains. And I didn't come up with that. That's what the killer came up with. It's a All big right. shout out to the just kidding.
1: <laughs> big shout out to the killer. Thanks for the the number one episode.
0: So let's do this, man. Let's get this going.
1: Hey, Taro.
0: What's up, Taro? Taro,
1: I, if you could do me a favor and message me on uh, either Discord or Patreon uh, your address, because I have had it sitting there. You did not submit an address in Patreon. I would love to send you your sticker and card. Anyway, uh, so just a little housekeeping. We did have three new Supremos join Woo-hoo. this week. So thank you to Taylor Rachel and Lacey... All right. I will be mailing out your cards and stickers and uh, your, do we still have the Ed Gein, uh yeah. magazines? Yeah, let me those get that left. real quick.
0: Yeah, I'll get that. Uh, and so and true it.
1: crime photos. So um, I will be getting those together next week. I do uh, I do this once a month. So at the end of the month is when I will, will do that.
0: Yeah, and Lacey is a good friend of mine from back in the day. So thanks for supporting us. I don't know how you found us, but thank you so much.
1: Well, this surprise shot is going to be for Selena.
2: All right, Selena. I feel like it's been so long since I've (laughs) been able to play my bongos. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they
0: are because they're a surprise.
2: We didn't even get to do surprise shots on our 400th episode. I
1: know. Uh, All righty. Who's this for? Selena. Selena.
2: Thank you, Selena. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Oh, my. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) If you put that with this, it would probably be like a tequila sunrise. Mm -hmm,
0: mm. All right, let's do this, man. I am so excited for this episode. Yeah,
1: let's do a let's do a cover up.
0: No, that's the next one. Okay, Jesus Christ. I am so excited for this episode, and I don't know. I'm ready to get on it, man. So if you guys are ready, let's do it. I want to go to Google Earth tonight, if you guys don't mind. This is where we're going right here. Let me put in the address again so it does the little cool little thing. 11434 Golden View Lane, and this is where we are going. That's
2: a nice little subdivision.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually a really nice house, too. Check it out. So I'll put all the photos on here on talkmurder.com. So here we're going right here where this little cool truck is. Mm-hmm. Look at this thing.
2: Yeah. I noticed that you finally got the Jeep back.
0: Yeah. You got the Jeep back. So this is the house right here. Can you describe this for people who are listening?
2: Um, it is that that is a nice house. I'd say it's kind of more of a contemporary type house. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you, it's more of a modern style. Two two level. Um, probably I would guess five bedroom, three bath. Um,
1: probably probably like uh twenty five hundred or so square feet. Twenty eight hundred maybe. Two car oh,
2: garage on damn, the side. Look this at this is, house down here. A big, yeah, it's a wealthy neighborhood.
0: Well to do. There's an RV there. Yeah. Oh man, I would hate to live in that little ass house. But
2: that, but that's a big. It's deceiving. It's a hip roof colonial that one. I
0: know. But if I lived in this one, I'd be look. I but would you're, be on looking down.
2: you're on the hill. You're yeah. on the hill, so you can't really tell.
0: I would make my neighbor if I lived in this one say yes, King. Well, no, this one. You want to be on the highest? Oh, what is this? Alien shit. Anyway, yeah, this is actually a really nice neighborhood, and this is in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I like
2: Tennessee, if I would consider living there.
0: If you're on the live chat, let me know if you've heard this story. This is where the guys live, guys being their last name. So that may give some people a clue what this story is. But I want to say what happens in this house what we're going to go over in detail tonight about what happens in this house. It is tragic, number one. But another tragedy that no one talks about is... This house was was sold by the couple that lives here, the wife and the husband that lives here, who were brutally slayed in the house. And as I'm going to get to, blood everywhere, lots of cleanup. And they had already sold this house to some new owners. They sold the house. Paperwork was done. They were moving out. And then all of a sudden, they get brutally murdered. So, the house, the paper, like I said, the paperwork already done. So, the, the new owners of this house now have a murder house and a very gruesome murder house. It's kind of like that is unfortunate. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, man. It's kind of sucks. Does it not?
1: This is like the perfect tie in to the Grady Hendrix book that just came out that we heard him talk about. It's called How to Sell a Haunted House. Yeah,
0: go, get, go grab Hang it. Hang on.
1: Uno momento.
0: So guys, if what she's talking about, I, I follow this horror writer and I love him and we saw him this weekend or last weekend and I had interviewed him before episode 126 but he is I think he's He's better than King. Anyway, he just released a new book and we went to see him. So I'm going to give him like a little self, little promotion because I love this guy and he is such a good dude too. And he's such a great writer. So if you want to pick up, this is a New York Times bestseller, How to Sell a Haunted House. Take a
1: look at his autograph.
0: He doesn't know I'm, you know, saying about this. He knows that I interviewed him. If you want to go and check that interview We were chatting
1: before the show. It was great.
0: I knew, basically, I knew he was going to get famous and I was like, yo, I want to get on this interview before you do. Now he's famous.
1: open the uh show show the uh autograph it he
2: he spends a lot of time with his uh inscriptions. Oh my gosh. i will d- i'm sorry about the murder doll I, it's, a, it's an elf that says i will destroy you <laughs> Isn't
0: that pretty great? So kind of like my little promo plug for for him. Anyway, all right, let's do it, man. Damn, we got a shit ton of people in here right now. Guys, if you want to talk to us on live chat, make sure you subscribe because, and the reason we do that is so, you know, the trolls out there saying, oh, John's gaining weight, you know, he's got bigger titties than the other girls. I'm like, you know what, man? Whatever, dude.
2: I mean, it doesn't take much. If
0: you want to say shit like that, you got to at least subscribe.
2: (laughs) Who's saying that so I know where to find them? Nobody's saying.
0: That all right, I showed you where we're going. 11434 Golden View Lane. This is in Tennessee. We're going to November 26, 2016. This is midday. Everyone's at work. Well, actually, no, let me take that back. It's a Saturday. Okay. Actually, well, it is a Saturday, yes. And a welfare check comes in, even though it's the weekend. There's a husband and wife that live here. The guys. Okay. That's, that's their the, name. Like, that's their last name. Gu- yeah. Like
2: guy is their last name. Yeah, the- yeah.
0: Okay. The, yeah, the guy. So Joel. No, Ga- I was
2: just trying to figure out. Oh, oh, I missed that before
1: when I no, OK, I'm with you. Their last name is Guy. Got guy. it.
0: Oh, I thought. Uh, all right. The no, guys.
1: I thought you meant like he said it. two gentlemen lived there, you know. OK, I know I mean.
0: that's deceiving. The guy guy. The guy family. Guy, the guy family. Guy is their last name. So the guys. Got it. All right. You have a Lisa guy and a Joel guy. There's a welfare check. This is Saturday midday. Everyone is at home. I mean, this is this is in the middle of the day. So and you saw the neighborhood. You definitely you go outside, and this is November. I know it's a little cold, but you definitely can. You can smell some some barbecuing stuff like that. People are out, kids are out. You know, listening to the rap music and doing drugs. They're playing basketball, Pokemon Go stuff like that. So there's a lot of activity. There's a welfare check that gets called in to the police, the Knox County Police, because Lisa, guy, the wife, didn't show up for work. And I know it's Saturday, but she had specifically scheduled an appointment to go To work, and not only was she supposed to be there, but the client and also her boss. So they had all scheduled it and she, and she as, a, show up. as a 56 year old woman, you know, with a great job and, and a family and stuff like that, she's not the type to just not go to work. Okay. So obviously the welfare check was called in from her boss because something's wrong here. I, you know, it doesn't have to be murder, maybe an accident, car yeah. accident, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. So can you please go to the house because the husband should be there. Joel, yeah. if nothing else. And
1: if, they didn't have his emergency or they may have tried his like his number as an emergency
0: contact. Exactly, they probably did most likely couldn't and but you couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah, and you'll see why here. So, an Officer Stephen Ballard, Knox County Sheriff Officer, he was first to respond. And this guy, I did look him up. He is a canine officer. He has over 40 searches, narco searches, narcotic searches. And he's a highly respected guy. I looked his Facebook up. I'm not going to put it public here. But this guy knows what he's doing. He's the first one on the scene. And he goes up to the door. And he notices that the door's ajar. So, the door's open, which is kind of weird. He's calling out the name. Hello, is anyone here, Knox County Police, whatever, walks around back and notices the back door was missing a doorknob and it was locked. So he was like, all right, I'm going to go back around front, do a few callings, and then, you know, I'm going to enter. All right. He says when he walked up to the doorstep that he quote, felt tingling on his forehead, end quote. Do you want to take a guess about like why he would feel that? Now, now this is a guy who has been who has been a detective for a long time, canine officer, top of the line. It's not like straight Stress or nervousness.
2: Is there Was there some sort of uh, like chemical in the air, like a vapor or substance?
0: Yeah, right on. That was it. Good job.
2: Thank you. I feel like he's <laughs> angry at you for guessing it correctly. <laughs> All right.
0: Yes. Jen was actually right. Oh, that hurt saying that like hurt <laughs> me saying that. Good, Good guess, Nicole. Hey,
2: is Shram on here? Shram, <laughs> can you can you screenshot and video that too? In case he cuts mm-hmm, it out mm-hmm. for the episode he releases. Thanks. Now I'll have two video evidences.
0: Now about. she's too busy listening to the H three podcast to so even hear what you're saying. But I don't hold grudges or anything. So Officer Stephen Ballard, Knox County Sheriff Officer, K9, he goes up to the door and like Jen says, he, he knows that there's a certain odor in the air. And this is a very strong chemicals. The reason why I pointed out that this is a highly decorated, very experienced canine narco officer is because he knows what that feeling is, that tingling on the forehead. It is when there's so many chemicals in the house and there's not enough good ventilation, maybe a meth lab or something like that like that. It could be very dangerous. But I mean, he's experienced, so he, you know, took the chance. Plus, he was more concerned about the the guys, the fa- the guy okay. family. He was more concerned about the guy family, so he risked his life to go in there even though he felt that tingling on his forehead. So, here's what he found right when he walks into the house. So, can I'll put this photo on talkmurder.com. You definitely want to see all of these photos. Some of these are really crazy. So, can you describe this one for us?
1: Oh, that's a lot of blood in a pool on the floor. There's a pair of scissors. Are those pools to it? It's a good question. It's like uh, four tubs of something. I, be-
0: of I believe one of those. Lighter I fluid? I don't know which one, but muriatic acid, which is mostly bought by people that are trying to dissolve Spose bodies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like muriatic acid should be sold like uh, what? What is it called? Um, the cough syrup. You can't. You can only Codeine? buy. You can only buy two of the cough syrup. Oh, Sudafed. Oh, su- yeah, yeah, because like, all right, you coming into you coming into Home Depot to buy four gallons of uh, muriatic acid. What are you trying to get rid of, dude? It's like you know.
2: I got some. <laughs> I got some roots in my pipes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do. So a couple things you notice about this photo, you notice the scissors, like Nicole said, you notice a lot of chemicals, a huge blood stain on the floor, blood dripping down the walls. And this is only one little part of the house and it's carpet. I guarantee you that house is hardwood now. <laughs> and and I'm just saying this because I do feel bad for the new owners. They had bought the house, the paperwork went through, and then this happened. It's It's very unfortunate for them too. But you also see some clothes right there. Those scissors were used to cut the clothes off right there. Cut the clothes up or stuff like that. So by
2: the perpetrator or by the officers like trying to get to the body. No, the, of the, the officer's
0: not gonna touch anything. He's just gonna he's well, just Well, I there. wasn't
2: sure if like they were still alive, maybe when he got
0: there. No, he was calling, 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 calling. He he knows. I mean, this is a seasoned veteran detective. He knows. It was also extremely hot in the house. Yeah, it's November, it's a little cold outside. But the thermostat was up to 90 degrees, which is what freaking Nicole puts it at at night. That's why I haven't been no. sleeping.
2: No, I also prefer it to be freezing cold at night. I also prefer a cold room to sleep in, but I've recently been sleeping with pants and a long sleeve shirt and socks, which is can't not do. like me. I'm usually in a tank top and shorts. You can, yeah, I cannot. I can't like I can't wear pants, long sleeves or
1: socks to bed.
0: It was hot in the house. Thermostat was at 90 degrees. And also the smell was just ugh, because what, there were what time
1: of year did you say this This month? is November? OK,
0: there was gro- this is right after Thanksgiving. OK, groceries were recently bought and strewn everywhere. Almost like someone was bringing groceries in the house and then got into some kind of altercation and groceries thrown everywhere. There's muriatic acid. There's a strong chemicals, household chemicals mixed together. That and then the thermostat is at 90 degrees. And the groceries. It's just a bad, it's just a bad scene here. There was a pot left on the stove. Now this was still on. The pot was still going on and this is the pot right here. This is the actual crime scene for Photo. I'll put all these on talkmore.com. What do you uh? What do you think's in that pot? I did ask our Discord members that, and I got some good responses. But Ahead? what do you think is in there?
2: Ahead, beef stew. Hey,
0: I, does Lake Crusade make a pot like that? Because that would probably be like a five thousand dollar pot. Um,
2: that's
1: like a that's like a stock a pot. Boiled. Like that's like an industrial that size. No, yeah, Plus but they, they do make big soup pots. That
0: would be freaking expensive. But they're you know?
2: ceramic though, aren't they?
1: Um, Lake
2: Crusade mostly.
1: Y- yeah like cast iron, ceramic.
0: So he notices a pot on the stove is boiling. There's there's a stench ugh, coming from this pot. Someone was obviously killed in this house. A pot was left on the stove. It was boiling. And at this point, this detective, he knows someone was killed here. He knows that the wife didn't show up for work. And there was like, like you saw that little photo, there's blood just strewn everywhere. There was bloody clothing, parts of clothing that have been cut up just all over the house. This is something completely crazy. Blood bath. But that was just downstairs. At this point, Officer Ballard, he is calling around everywhere in the first floor. Doesn't find anything. Didn't dare open the pot. He goes to the stairs, notices a lot of blood right at the stairs. And at this point, the stench and the heat and the odors and the just eye watering is coming from upstairs. So he is going to go upstairs. But first he calls for backup. Because that main stench is coming from the second floor. Now, before I get into anything else, I want to talk about the parents and stuff like that. Joel, Guy, this is the obituary of them right here. Both of the Guy family was brutally murdered. Joel and Lisa Guy right here.
1: I mean, I think uh, body language wise, her hand is on his stomach. So that tells me that they were still happily married in that in their 50s.
0: How, how long do you think they were married for? This is going to piss you off.
1: Um, they were in their 50s? You said 30 years. Yeah, over
0: 30 years, 31 years, 31 years. They've been married. Joel guy, 61 years old, engineering designer. As a couple, this husband and wife were, quote, true soulmates, end quote. They did everything together. They were. We do
1: everything together. You're like, yeah, I wish we (laughs) didn't.
0: <laughs> he was an engineering designer. As a couple, they were true soulmates. They were both known for their great sense of humor. They were loving, kind-hearted, and both hardworking. Nice house. And they were about to retire, too. I mean, Lisa was going to work that she scheduled herself on a Saturday. Yeah. One friend, Matthew McCarthy, said about, the, about Joel passing away, quote, I am going to miss that quick, sly humor, mate, end quote. Obviously, this wife and this husband is dead. In the house, okay. Something's in the pot. There's a stench coming. We know somebody tried to cover up this crime. is an extreme, It's an extremely brutal crime, and we're gonna get to the autopsies and stuff like that. The bodies are found in the house, and oh, in
1: what's in the pot,
0: and in terrible, terrible shape. Terrible shape. Okay. Okay. The couple, they just wanted to spend every minute together. They weren't high school sweethearts from what I saw, but they acted like teenage sweethearts. They did everything together. They went camping together. Now, this is 31 years. Now, we're going on like three years. So, I can say 31 years. Holy hell. I mean, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I can't imagine, you know, 31 years? Are you serious?
1: You could only be so lucky.
0: (laughs) All right. They had a few children. The only son they had, a Joel Guy Jr., was the only biological child of both parents. The other daughters were the biological daughters of Joel, the husband. All right. Guy Jr., which we're going to talk about here in a second. He was actually in school at the time for being a plastic surgeon. He was at Louisiana State University, LSU, and he did that for nine years as a plastic surgeon but he never graduated he just stayed there for nine years
1: like a like a was it van wilder (laughs) i'm thinking of right
0: so as i said the home sold just recently and the couple was planning to relocate and move to rogers rogersville tennessee now all right let me just get into this now that i'm warmed up a little bit there was a thanksgiving dinner all right
1: all the kids are there all the
0: kids are there the house is in the middle of the subdivision for someone to come in murder this older couple who were about to retire and then go and buy muriatic acid and all this stuff is just kind of outrageous. So now they're looking at the, yeah, exactly. So now they're looking at the family. Well, who was there? Well, the daughters were there Thanksgiving dinner and the one son was there. The detective calls for backup and they find the bodies. Now the bodies are in several different places. There's only two, there's only two bodies. However, they are in separate pieces. They also find quote Tupperware with some of the pieces in it. This is this is an awful, disgusting, gruesome crime scene. One detective from the Major Crimes Unit, a seasoned detective, Michael McLean, says that the scene. Now, this guy has done homicide after homicide after homicide. Stop typing. I see you doing it.
1: Can I not welcome Anna from Poland who is on right now? Oh, I'm sorry. And also Christopher says you guys are interesting on how you guys speak to one another. (laughs) (laughs) you <laughs> But Anna says, hello from Poland. I have been listening to you guys on Spotify for a while. First time I joined live on YouTube yesterday, I listened to the Carl von Tanzler and couldn't stop laughing.
0: Oh shit. It's one of my
1: all time favorite episodes. We
0: did that on uh, YouTube?
1: Well, uh, oh, she's listening to us on Spotify, but this oh, is her my first God. time making it to the YouTube. Well, that, that,
0: welcome. Welcome, Anna. That is probably one of my top 10. Yeah,
1: me too.
0: Oh my God. I like the old talk murder to me. I don't know why y'all listen to this new <laughs> shit, dude. All right. So the bottom, Bodies of mom and dad were found. The father, five stab wounds to the abdominal region. The medical examiner says, quote, virtually all the skin had been dissolved away on Mr. Guy's front torso. His his arms were disarticulated and his legs were disarticulated and his head was skeletonized. There was some skin on his back, end quote. The cause of death for the father was multiple sharp force injuries. Joel Guy Sr. had 42 sharp, force injuries. So the one, the uh, five stab wounds were just in the abdominal region. However, he had multiple ones in the upper region and on the back, 42 in total, that were so severe that 12 of the marks were left on his ribs, ranging from scratches to complete severing, end quote. The autopsy also reported that there were multiple sharp force injuries caused by damage to the lungs, liver, and kidneys. And the reports say that he had a wound to his shoulder so severe that, quote, a fragment of the weapon was left in the muscle tissue. And that weapon was a kitchen knife or excuse me, a, a knife in general, not a kitchen knife. The father, his hands were severed at the wrist, arms severed at the shoulder blade. And also like I, when I write this down, like I, it's, it's like I'm writing a report. Okay. Arms were severed at the shoulder blade. Hands were severed. I don't have any, I'm not like, Oh, whoa. Yeah, it's just you're, like, you know,
2: you're, you're very clearly Desensitized. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess so. The legs were removed at the hip. The right foot was removed at the ankle. I mean, it's like, what? If you just hear this for the first time, you're like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. And I'm just saying it like an HR report. Legs were removed at the hip. The right foot was removed at the ankle. He had defensive wounds from a, quote, fierce struggle as he fought for his life. Let's talk about the mother. The head of the mother, quote, her head was completely severed from her body. Her arms were disarticulated at the shoulders and completely severed. That's That's from the medical examiner. Let's go back to the pot right quick. Let me show you the pot.
2: Do we have a perpetrator in this? Not yet. No, I mean, like, I'm I'm skipping ahead, because I'm just trying to figure out what type of monster would do this. Well, they were looking
1: at the family who was there for Thanksgiving, John said. That was like the well, last let me break nugget it to you. he provided.
0: Let me break it to you. Immediately, the suspect is the son, Joel Guy Jr., who was at the time living off the allowances of his mother and father, who was in plastic surgeon school for nine years, which is a long time not to graduate and was about to get cut off financially because the the guy family had just sold the house that we were taught that they're in now and their plan was to move and it would be like a a less expensive house less expensive lifestyle which includes cutting their son off financially because that was in fact what I read is the mother Lisa guy only worked the only reason she worked is to send a check to her. Her son. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yikes. Who is probably at nine years in med school in his thirties.
0: Yeah. He's a complete idiot as you'll see.
1: Well, that's a little bit of foreshadowing for him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So anyway, let's. Uh, man, thank you so much from Poland. What was her name? Yeah, Anna. 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 Thank you so much for being here, man. That means a lot. If you t- if you gave me a map right now and told me to point out Poland, I wouldn't know exactly where where to point. But I'm just kidding. It's by Germany, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> in Europe. It's In, it's in,
2: it's in Europe. Europe.
0: Jim, where is it? It's in Europe. Um. What 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 uh, other countries does it border, Jim?
2: Austria.
0: Jim, <laughs> don't look at her now. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All I know about Poland, Polish- she said. Right, right, middle of Europe. There you <laughs> go. Um, <laughs> I will say that I do love me some pierogies and Polish Polish sausage. Oh, I can't. Uh, you know what? I can't fucking say anything because you guys all get mad at me when I say, "Oh, I've
0: been there." Uh, oh, have you been there to Poland? I'm sh- sure.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Anna says oh, Germany good. on the left, Ukraine on the right. Oh, 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 shit! So it's like oh. how y'all dealing with. What's going on over
0: there? Well, she ain't dealing with it. Well, Germany. It's their neighbors. You probably have a lot of refugees. Germany just entered the war I think right Anna didn't they just send a bunch of tanks over to Ukraine so her arms were disarticulated at the shoulders now we're talking about mom and completely severed her legs were disarticulated at the knees almost no what, is
1: disarticulated cut off no or like, like kind of broken snap, and like, snapped, snapped and like then, a chicken
2: leg yeah
0: yeah snapped and then severed almost no skin left on the front but her back skin remained quote her head was found in a large pot and liquid in the kitchen Different chemicals were what?
1: So it was a head in the pot.
0: It was a head in the pot, yeah. The skin, so when they pulled the head out, the skin on her scalp was still intact, but just the top layer, the hair was still there, so think about it. Why is just the top layer? Because it's sitting on top of the chemicals boiling. It's not going to take the top layer off. Kind of fucking gross. Like, completely skeletonized, but the hair's there. Because, I mean, what the fuck, well, right? not
2: skeletonized because there's muscles, right?
0: I'm bringing the old talk murder me back, man. Let's do, Let you know what, next episode, let us Let's do a fucking crazy ass case.
1: I think all of them are pretty crazy, but okay.
0: These are just too brutal, man. We need to do one like Carl Tanzler, the love... I mean, he loved her. He was infatuated with her.
2: We're going through a renaissance period, (sighs)
0: apparently. Jesus Christ. I might just take all these new episodes off. (laughs) No,
2: stop. (laughs) Let's poll our people.
0: All right. The cause of death was multiple sharp force injuries to the back, at least 25. Her heart was cut open. Aorta, ventricle, both lungs were, were completely slashed open. Her liver and part of her spine. Like I said, her head was completely cut off. I don't know if you guys heard me, but this is her son. Her son killed her. We know. Joel Guy Jr., which let me show you a photo of him now. He's, oh, yeah. I he think is, he's a
2: douchebag looking guy. You think so? Or yeah. a little, little why would you even twerp. think Manchild?
0: Man child. So let me show you a picture of this guy. Let me see if you uh yeah, this guy is twerped. Uh, let me I get a twerp? really good fucking picture of this guy. All right. I think this one shows him in his best light right here. So can you oh, describe him?
1: Look at me. I'm wealthy. <laughs> I fuck? see that. I see that a hundred percent.
0: Well, I will say, I was going to say this later, but even at the time, he doesn't admit to killing his mother and father, but he is still, still trying to per- pursue the $500,000 life insurance policy that he's entitled to from what he thinks, even though he's in prison.
1: <laughs> I'm going to read you Brandon's comments. That's a lot of Brandon said, noodles. damn, he's so hot. <laughs>
0: He actually grew his hair out in one of these. Kind of looked more like oh. a douche. Let me. Uh, so this is. Uh, let me see. If you guys. I can't believe you guys haven't heard of this. This is a an insane case. No. Never heard it before. So this is him. at. Uh, he grows his hair out. What we're also going to talk about. This is kind of a little teaser. But he had a killing diary. So that's what you're seeing here.
2: Oh. oh. Now he looks oh. more like Dungeons and Dragons. Let me just oh, go. Nothing over. wrong with Dungeons and Dragons. It just. He just has this, that kind of look. Yeah.
0: Brienne's in the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm
2: not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. She's
0: like a dungeon master. That's really cool. He
1: does not look okay. All
0: right, just real quick. I'm not going to go over this now, but Oh
1: my God, he has a skullet, Brandon. What is a skullet? A skullet. What is a skullet? Meaning, I believe, (laughs) Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, that um, like he's balding and has a mullet and that is therefore a skullet. I'm just saying. (laughs) I would.
2: would.
0: I've never heard that.
2: <laughs> I, I am not knocking Dungeons and Dragons because I feel like it's a really cool strategy game that I wouldn't be able to figure. out. I'm gonna out. tell
0: Brienne you, you no, called her a weirdo. I
2: didn't call her a weirdo, and I'm not calling people <laughs> who play that weirdos. I, what I meant was he looks like he spends all of his time doing that and is growing out his skulllet. Like he looks like comic book guy from The Simpsons.
0: <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Should oh, I pull man. up a picture? What is happening
1: of- with those eyebrows? Should too?
0: I pull up a picture of comic book guy?
1: Yeah, I don't know who comic guys, comic book guys.
0: The mom was stabbed 31 times. The stabbing caused 21 severe injuries, severed nine of her ribs, and left several stab wounds to her buttocks. Officials say that her clothing was cut from her after the murder, which is you saw the scissors there, and her legs were severed below the knees and her arms were severed at the shoulder. Her head was removed and found boiling in the pot. Now, upstairs is where the bodies were found, and this is where they were found right here. It took me a while to find this photo. This This is an actual crime scene photo. It's not gruesome, but it is taken from the trial of the son who committed of these murders, so it's kind of like a cell phone shot or whatever. But you see the two large barrels there. Yes. The 55 gallon drums, and they were mixed with chemicals. There was no rhyme or reason to the chemicals. Basically, the son just mixed a bunch of shit he found under the sink. You know, Clorox disinfectant, all kinds of shit. He just mixed it together, plus with the muriatic acid. And that's why the odor was so powerful coming from up in the stairs. So the body most of the bodies are in those drums right there Ugh. and you see that he has some kind of squeegee here you know you pump that up and it moves in the water from one to the one to the other mm-hmm. i mean this is this is labyrinth. their son like, right it's crazy yeah. because Like the, the only biological son they had together. The other ones, remember the daughters were, were were just Joel's. Yeah. So the only son you have does this. I mean, holy shit. This
2: is probably going to sound insensitive, but I'm going for it anyway, despite my best judgment. Um, like as a child, uh, th- not just necessarily him, but him especially like doing this to your parent and then you cut the clothes off your parents. Like you want to see your parents naked and then you want to see like the inside of your parents. Like he was in he was in plastic sur- surgery school. Sp- yeah, but b- he b- wasn't but, like like something right ha- there. There's something I don't know. Like
0: he was still in his first year. Literally, I
2: thought you said he was there for like nine. Yeah, years. he was. But he was still. Yeah, <laughs> <friend. laughs> <laughs> like he was just that bad. <laughs>
0: It was, you know, I mean, like, it's terrible, right?
2: Like, I don't know. Like, like even I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to see I wouldn't want to see my parents live bodies. Never mind their dead bodies. I, I mean, but well, I guess let, like you, you don't have to just worry wait. about me becoming. A, a, yeah. just I'm not wait, worried about killer. you becoming a serial killer again.
0: Just wait till you see his killing journals. Quote, Joel placed pieces of the bodies in an acid based solution in an attempt to destroy evidence, said Michael McLean, who commands the major crimes unit of the sheriff's office. Now, they also found this in his car. So they, they knew it was him. Joel Jr. had set up this. Timing system where it was supposed to ignite the house. The house was supposed to blow up, blow up, and be on fire, and no evidence and all this stuff. All of this is in his journal, which they freaking found really quick. And it the journal is the most disturbing, which we're going to go Rule over in number a second.
1: one of killing someone. Don't have a fucking journal documenting
2: it.
0: Mm-mm. So here's his uh, white Hyundai Elantra. I mean, uh, his <laughs> silver
2: it's, Hyundai it's or is that a Honda? So what is
0: this Ford? right here? I asked uh our. Discord. A gasoline can. No, what is this? It's
2: oh. a head torture device.
0: What? A head torture device? I don't know. This is a meat grinder
2: uh-huh. that they
0: found in his car.
2: Well, you, I guess you could also said that say that would be a head torture device.
0: A lot of mom and dad were found in Tupperwares containers as well. Joel Guy Jr. was the murderer of his own parents. The the money, quote, assets, end quote, from his journal, which we're about to go over. He wrote that $500,000 would be all mine end quote.
2: Like I'm sorry $500,000 today is not that much money. It is certainly not worth going through all of that mess. That is not a good risk reward. Um, It's just not a good investment.
0: Here's how the murder happened. They were at Thanksgiving dinner and I did read that the son Junior was really reminiscent over his childhood belongings. They still had like his room there and he was pulling out like old photos and stuff and it was just acting really weird his half sisters always thought he was weird to begin with but especially during thanksgiving dinner everyone leaves however he had planned to leave but then come back kill his parents and then return to his baton rouge apartment which the parents were paying for but were about to stop paying for the parents had actually planned to cut their son off at christmas time which was only you know a month a month away, month away. Mm. And he knew that, too. The murder happened between Friday night and midday Saturday when they found the body. The father was hacked first 40 times. Joel couldn't take care of his father by himself. So the father's wounds were mostly in the back. He was surprised attacked when the mother was at the grocery store. Going back to the crime scene, the groceries were just scattered all around the place. Obviously, the mother comes in, sees all the blood everywhere. And then Joel, her own son, creeps up right behind her and starts to kill her as well. So she was ambushed and he was ambushed as well. He used scissors to cut off both mom and dad's clothing and that's why you saw the clothing all over the floor. Joel Jr. wrote in his notebook, quote, kill him with a knife, clean up mess from him before she gets home, kill her with knife, place her in shower, turn hot water and point at her to get rid of forensic End quote. So he had written all of this stuff in a, in a notebook that they they found. And this is some of the notebook right here. This is what makes the case sickening, in my opinion. Quote, get killing knives. Now he's talking about his own parents. Get killing knives, he says. Get killing knives. He first wrote get knives, but then he put killing over it. Quiet, multiple, get sledgehammer, crush bones, bring blender, and food grinder, Grind meat. He's talking about his own parents. Get bleach. Denature proteins. Get plastic bin for denaturation process. Does not matter where they're killed. Just get rid of bloody spots to prevent evidence of time of death, which time of death is underlined. Get rid of bodies inside of home.
2: This is a little checklist.
0: And my DNA already there. Their
2: DNA there and my DNA already there.
0: This is fucked up. Read this one. This last one.
2: Flush chunks down the toilet, not garbage.
0: Flush chunks down the toilet. Chunks. And also what's weird, if you think about the psychology, this is his mother and his father who, you know, had birthed him and raised him and all this stuff. Instead of kill mom, kill dad, knife dad, it's she.
2: That says, looks like it says he needs to be
0: blended. He needs to be blended. Crazy, right? Whoa. So. Set carving knives to make small pieces, end quote. So Michael McLean, the the detective, says, quote, Joel placed pieces of the bodies in an acid-based solution in an attempt to destroy evidence and to create an alibi, he wrote in his journal, quote, set her phone to send me a text message late Sunday to prove that I was in Baton Rouge and she was alive, end quote. The Knox County Sheriff Officer Jeremy McCord said at the scene was the, quote, most horrific thing I've ever encountered in police work in my life.
2: Could you just imagine this guy going through this process and then like going through the list like a grocery list? Like it's like you're going up to the to the um, register and you're like, oh, I got squash, some turkey meat, um cereal. Like he was like literally probably checking all of this off. Like what a nutcase.
0: So here's more of the journal. Douse killing rooms, kitchen with bleach, place her place hair curler with flammable paper and flammable containers of gas in four locations, his killing room, her killing room, his bathroom, her bathroom, wipe down areas near near killing rooms and bathrooms, turn heaters up to 90 degrees to melt fingerprints and dry everything, set her phone to send me a text message late Sunday to prove that I was in BR Baton Rouge and she was alive, leave through the front door and wipe down the doorknobs, timer for flammable set for Friday at 10 a.m. Sunlight mask fire, but not smoke. He even, this is kind of fucked up. I mean, this is all fucked up, his whole journal. But look at this. This really describes who this guy is right here. Kill her with knife. Kill dog after. (gasps) But that is crossed out. Kill dog after is crossed out. And instead it says, take dog with you.
2: So the dog's alive.
0: The dog's alive, yeah. Yeah. Kill dog after. Cross oh, it out. He sorry. Crossed,
2: then it says, leave alive. It says, leave alive.
0: Yeah. Place her in shower, which he, that's what he did. So what he did was take mom, put mom in the shower, put the hot water pointed at her to wipe off forensics, which that's not how it works. You fucking idiot. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck are you? Like, how stupid are you? And then he took dad and put dad in bathtub. He started cutting him up, Cut mom's head off. I this is his own fucking mama and papa, right? Place her in shower, turn on hot water, and point at her to get rid of forensics. Remove her clothes and take them with me for disposal. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy is obviously fucking crazy. Flush chunks down toilet, not garbage disposal. Don't have to get rid of body if no forensic evidence, end quote. He actually begs for death, He's, but he doesn't admit it. He said that, quote, in the and he wrote the judge a letter, quote, in the event that I am eventually found guilty of first degree murder, I contend that the waiver above, if permitted by court, would free the court to sentence me to death, imprisonment for life without possibility of parole or imprisonment for life in spite of the district attorney general's failure to satisfy notice Requirements. He's talking about basically, you know, the cop went in without a search warrant, stuff like that. Quote, nothing in this filing is intended to be an admission of guilt, nor should its contents be construed as proof of consciousness of guilt. End quote. The biggest concern that Joel Guy has right now, he's in prison for life. Well, actually, he's in prison for life with parole after 55 years, is he is still trying to get access to the insurance policy money.
2: And do what with it? He's in fucking jail. I don't
0: know. Just, Buy ramen. He just still wants it. I don't know.
2: I mean, Get
1: what about the other trade? kids?
0: He says he's entitled to it.
1: The other children are entitled to it.
0: He thinks he's entitled to it. He, this is a plastic surgeon you're making fun of. I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, I'm going to continue to make fun of him. That is crazy.
0: So is anyone still with us? So obviously this was a premeditated murder. He purchased the muriatic acid, which he's called on C- CCTV at Home Depot on November 7th, you know, weeks prior. November. 18th, he purchased the extension cords and timer from Home Depot because he wanted to create that that uh detonation where the whole house goes up in flames. But obviously that didn't really work in his favor. So all the forensics were still there. See uh, Wow. So that's uh
2: I'm just like
1: like, why does he even get parole? No shit. I, I will say, um, I'm going to point out one of the things that Christopher said, like that in his notes, he used she and he pronouns and disassociated himself from his parents. Yeah. Like, he was very like clinical in that sense.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah. Diabolical stew of human remains. That's what he wrote in his notebook. Isn't that well, crazy?
1: I guess that's true.
0: Killed his own parents and then in his notebook wrote a diabolical stew of human remains. Wow. So what do you guys think? Of that kind of crazy Yes. yeah kind of photo in that one yeah crazy yikes so i hope you guys like that and this talk murder me if you want to stay around and be on the next episode we're patreon.com slash talk murder to support us and to see that but we'll be back in 15 minutes and until next time good night you lovely lovely people